uh, another Nick and Tom episode. Uh, Ryan is being a wife guy. He's spending time with his wife because he hasn't spent time with her. Or is he? We don't know. We'll never tell. And uh, Josh is still getting his humongous hog reduced down to a normal normal penis size. So, yeah. But I wish we had something like... Um, cool to talk about i mean we'll get we'll just nerd out over i guess we'll nerd out over spring training stats and creamer jeans baby yep creamer jeans and just wade into the machado arenado discourse and other goofy things but really man i'm i'm fucking wore out i went down my my first games that i have on the docket ain't till uh late march so i hit up uh i hit up chaffee to see if um they had any scrimmage games coming up, and they did, and they had one today. So I went down and did that to, you know, kind of get honed in. And uh, man, I am fucking, I'm fucking feeling it right now. <laughs> been a man. while. It's been a long winter. Well, you know, I've been working out and all that, so like, I'm sore, but you know, the rest of my body ain't tired. But man, I took two off the mask, one off a kid. They have a kid on their team that throws high 80s. So he's oh wow, he's the hardest thrower. He's the hardest thrower in Southeast Missouri that I, uh, you know, had a, you know, been behind the dish for, and I almost want to say St. Louis because you know I went up and did those games in June, but I mean I figure like there's plenty of kids who throw harder than you know upper 80s. They just don't play on a fucking shitty Legion ball team, you know. So, and uh, I knew like I'm like this is the kid I would be worried about taking one off the mask, and sure enough, first inning. Took one right off the fucking mask, man. So, first inning, mm. and uh, took an, took another one in the chest where my chest protector did, covered less. Mm. That one hurt. And then I uh, got one flush. So, baseball is back for me, baby. And uh, did it all free as a, as a public service, you know, going out and volunteering my time. But mainly so I'm way less rusty uh, when the season starts. They gave me a ton of... Of 5A and 6A games. So that's why I'm like, oh man. Oh man. I'm gonna. uh, I'm gonna brown. I'm gonna brown. I'm gonna brown you, sauce monkey. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That's what I did. Um, I finally finished that stupid arbitration piece that I published. Hadn't read it yet. But proud proud uh, of you. It's got it's got big words in it like uh, like arbitration uh, money and arbitration. It's uh, about six thousand words. It's ten fucking pages. So yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, I told you uh, when we <laughs> when uh, Ryan and I went to visit Josh up in St. Louis. Um, I we're in we're in it we're we're in his room we're talking to him. Good spirits, all that thing, because his penis is so big, folks. Yeah, it's gonna. There's so many veins in it. They're just afraid. Veiny, to cut it down. bro. I get up there and immediately got hit up three times on Tinder. I have been over. I've had an Adam Dunn over streak. All right, for for weeks, and all of a sudden, I was like three three actual women were like, "What's up?" Ooh. What? I'm like Josh. I don't want to. I don't want to put you down, man. But we really <laughs> I gotta need go. you to. Yeah, we really need this penis complication. <laughs> we really need the complications of your big penis surgery to stretch out for a while. Okay, not until I, until I empty myself, <laughs> until I empty all this goop out of my body. Okay, so. <laughs> so. So. What happened? So. Um, I said no to all of them because I am a religious boy now and hmm. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want hot strange getting in between me and my relationship with the Lord. So, <laughs> well, but, uh, fucking Ryan, what a wife guy. What an idiot. What a stupid, weird talking moron. I love him. Forgot what he sounds like. <sighs> Hey, ha it's Ryan. I'm gay. Um, I don't really have a wife. I have a husband. And, uh, I love him. 
I love them very much. I love them a lot. Uh, my occupation, um, I am a, I'm a postal worker. I'm a public servant. Um, yeah. Just me and my husband, just every day, going to work, coming home, uh, cracking open some Coronas, watching that Cardinal baseball, baby. <laughs> yeah. Watching King of Queens. You know, you can sneak anything into Bush Stadium, you know? You can, you can get a whole keg in there. Yeah. What is um, Tyler and I were talking about your greatest hits of being just mean, mm. and uh, what a what if we had a greatest hits compilation, you know what would what would Ryan and Josh's be? Josh, Josh, Josh's would be him setting me up to like call you a Nazi or something like that to you know just drive you crazy, but Ryan's you know has that laugh that fucking. <laughs> Yep, that was close. Laugh. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk baseball. I'm just tired. I'm so I'm sore. I'm Jordan sore. Me Walker boy. is the subject of discussion. Yeah, we should talk about him enough because uh, then we can just title the episode this, and then all the all these little piglets. We can't say hog slop because, as we learned, um, it's racist that you say that. It's Nick. wild. Uh, um, but uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we want all these little piggies to be nourished. What's Jordan Walker doing? Is he um, spring training? We're four games in. Tearing the shit we know? off the baseball. Tearing the shit off the ball. He's putting up Giancarlo Stanton exit velocities. He's got a homer. All right, check. He's got a dinger. Um, he's got... How many ba- he's played in two games. Uh, what's his slash line? Here it is. Uh, 400, 400, 1,000. So he's got a 1.4 OPS. So it's still, still early, folks. Don't get me wrong. A lot can happen, but um, he's looking good. In fact, I don't think they updated these stats because he had, he played today, didn't mm-hmm. he? <clears throat> yeah. So actually. Fielder's choice has, in a double, I believe. He was one for four today, so that makes him. Three for nine with a bomb. Okay. All right. Jordan Walker, I see you. I see you, my guy. Only one strikeout. He's just getting loose, man. No, yeah, it's just the beginning. We're going to have to make some hard choices if he uh, continues hitting the shit out of the ball, man. I mean, if he, you know, if he's carrying these same kind of numbers at the end. I mean, I think you have to make room for him on the uh, big league roster. I think you just wave Goldschmidt and turn Walker into a first baseman. But um, unless, one, he maintains this level of production, and two, uh, the other guys don't do well at all, I I think he's going to be starting off in AAA uh, at the end of spring training. But... It would be criminal. Hey. It just would. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. I don't know. I don't. It depends on how. It of... depends on how O'Neill plays too. I mean, they can still trade guys. Yeah, they could. They could pull doing. a crazy one, mid spring training. Be like, hey, let's pull the, the fucking trigger. Criminal. The criminal aspect of it will be that he is clearly, without a doubt, should be the starting right fielder left starting somewhere and we just send him down when that is clearly obvious i don't let's get a little bit later into spring training like i know he had a home run off johnny cueto but he hit a home run off johnny cueto let's see him just get that's more, a home run more bad anyway so still, hey yeah it counts but i want to see him going up against guys you know uh a higher caliber than than old uh than old then old kicks Larue in the face, McGee here, you know, but he's he's off to a good start. It's promising. Um, I unless he just if he kind of hits a you know respectable and the other guys uh, whether it's Carlson, O'Neill, or um, Newt. I mean, uh, we got guys in the baseball classic, obviously. So I mean, I'm not sure you know how they're going to evaluate guys playing in that, but. Uh, I would say with our current outfield core, you know, it's their positions to lose and not necessarily walkers to win, if that makes sense. Or at least that's why I think, like, the Cardinals, like, uh, 
stances uh, is on it. Um, I think he'll probably start off in AAA, and then we'll obviously finagle that sweet service time, and then let the twenty-year-old you know, kid play, dude. Let it happen. Why not? Why not? I like him. They have nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, I like him as a bench guy, but then again, like I feel like you kind of you run a real big risk of kind of stunting development. And if he's just going to be on the bench, then he should just be in the minors getting as many hacks as he can. Like, I really think he should only be up here if he's going to start or if he's going to be platooning enough and covering enough ABs that he's, you know, in at least 70% of the games throughout the week, you know, where he's playing at least four or five games at the minimum. Um, If not, and he's just brought up to kind of platoon or fill a spot, like I think that's kind of a waste. He needs uh, he needs more at bats. It's I mean I guess that's kind of why I think he's going to start off in AAA. But who knows? He's off to an awesome start. Um, you know, um, if we all know how Cardinals Twitter is, uh, pick whoever pick between Carlson and O'Neill because uh, Newt Bar is clearly untouchable. Um, you know so, what? I mean, we're either gonna, I didn't really. Gonna I, I haven't O'Neal cared for his Carlson. spring training so far. Even though I've only, I think he's only had two games. It's but, only a couple. It's only a couple games. But you know, you I see mean, these yeah. at bats, and you see the other ones these guys take, and they're just kind of more locked in. You know what I mean? We'll Carlson see what the bases clearing a double. double. Yeah, it was and great. What? Yeah, what I liked about that it was um, it was a contact swing the entire way. It was like a three four swing. And he just, what he did, all he did was just guide the ball into the into the gap. Um, just good piece of hitting. And that was very, um, very encouraging to see out of Carlson. Um, in video game world, like my series on out-of-the-park baseball, Dylan Carlson hit 39 homers and is a perennial MVP. Um, in reality, um, he had one decent year and then kind of got the shit kicked out of him. It's only year three. You know what I mean? So yeah. Four, I I guess. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the COVID season. But I mean, um, it's time for him. It's time for Carlson to start blossoming. You know, it's time to see more than just, um, middle to above you know a little above average. i still don't want to believe you know? that o'neill's hit his ceiling though either you know what i mean yeah um if i'm being honest if i'm being honest i think his 2021 is the best he'll do but i don't think last year is what's going to be his average i still see him as like a a 250 hitter with 25 to 30 home runs and um, I'm not sure how. I mean, we—he was obviously affected by injury last year in terms of yeah, defense. Yeah, absolutely. But let's say he takes a step back on that, and you know, let's say average defense. I mean, you're looking at a guy like you know Randall Grichek or um, a, a Robbie Grossman when there's one good year in Detroit. I mean, you take that, you take that 100. percent You know, a guy with speed still. I mean, O'Neill can still steal bases, so. Um, I don't. I don't think he's going to replicate twenty twenty one, but he might have like some seasons where he's close in some aspects. Um, you know, he may have a season where he hits around two seventy with thirty bombs again. But um, I, if by ceiling you mean if he's capped out now, I, I would. I would say I agree. I don't think he's capped out. I think he's still got plenty of baseball in him. Um, I'm and, saying stat wise, you know, like is that? Yeah. Is that what we're? Is that like the season? Is that going to be his best season ever? You know. You know, I think it will be. I don't think that's bad though. I mean, he had a that was an MP, MVPS season. Um, yeah, if you would have, what was his 162 game like average? It was like fucking 42 home runs or something like that, right? He would have been close to 40. Probably would have broke 100 runs. But like he played, he played Tommy ball. He was really good in you know offensively, defensively, and on the bases. Um, it's just that, um, you know, O'Neill's thing is just always going to be, you know, his durability. Um, and if he stays healthy, you know, he's a shittier pretty, you know, well, we shouldn't say sh- we like him too much. He's feast or famine, right? He's a guy who strikes out a lot, but still hits the ball hard. He doesn't walk a whole lot, 
So it's all going to be based on the balls that are in play and don't leave the yard. He's going to be a BABIP guy. You know, he's going to be a guy that's going to be reliant on the balls he doesn't park five rows deep or the ones that he doesn't swing through and strike out on. You know, he's going to be based on a lot of luck on that. Did he come and in in 18 or 19? Oh, when he got called, it was 2018 is when we had brought him up. Um, but I cannot believe it's I been mean, that many years. <laughs> Jesus I remember Christ. Yeah, had like a he had like a multi homer game around that time. We were like, "Holy fucking shit!" And he's like, "I just can't stay healthy. I it's this Canadian blood in me." But uh, stats today, though, in terms of you know, uh, we didn't get the chance to witness that because MLB. Um, if it's uh, I tweeted out this joke a little too late, and the way I should have worded it is. Um, since no one can watch TV, uh, the Cardinals on TV today, uh, what are you guys going to fucking talk about? And I should have said, you're obviously going to talk about how you can't watch the Cardinals on TV. Because that's all that Twitter, my timeline was just full of, is how pissed off they couldn't watch. <laughs> 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 couldn't watch a spring training game. Which, hey man, I get. We got a lot of exciting prospects. So I would be, my grapes would be a little bit grump too. But, eh, I mean... What can you? What can you do? What can you do, my boy? But hold on, I'm pulling up, pulling up uh, piss missiles from the other day, and we're gonna look at some uh, who's hitting the fucking ball hard. Moises Gomez is hitting the ball hard. Luke and Baker's hitting the ball hard. It's really nice to see Luke and kind of get something going. What are they gonna um, do with him? Why? Like, he needs to go to a, a team where he can play. Man, that's just sad. Yeah, I feel for him. Um, I don't know. I mean, I forget how old Luke and Baker is. He's like uh, 27, but, 28. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, he needs to be playing somewhere. Um, I He's think got he the potential. Be, uh, yeah, I know he had a down year in the minors last season, um, and the D50 that Kyle Reese wrote up about him is really good because he's just – yeah, he just wasn't good about taking the ball the other way. Couldn't get that as much lift as he had. A little bad luck. And um, I think for, like, a guy with that much, you know, power upside, for example, like uh, smaller adjustments like that, if you got, like, raw power like that, you know, that 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 to me is easier to, um, I guess, improve your odds, you know, uh, whenever on you have balls in play. But, um Let's talk about um, Brendan Donovan. Oh, power surge. Dude, what the fuck? Changed his stance up a little bit. Went into the Mariucci Center. Went into the caves. Went down to drink the the Bardock root. Yeah, he got into the gravity chamber. And uh, we got ourselves a little little Irish Goku going right here. Because fucking Donnie Dongs. Donnie Fourbags. Imagine if he hits 20. In his season. If he hits 20, goddamn, if he hits 20. If Brendan Donovan, with his eye and his contact ability, is able to maintain that, but also add, you know, f- even 15, Nick, 15 to 20 homers. That'd be crazy. That guy, dude, that's a fucking secret weapon right there. That's a guy who will, you know, if he hits 15 to 20 homers, I guarantee goddamn to you they will all matter. There will all be a point when they matter. Um, he's looking great. Uh, I'm excited for Donnie Dongs. Everyone should be excited for Donnie Dongs. Uh, another guy I'm excited for, uh, hit a ball about 99 miles an hour. That's Paul DeYoung. We, we absolutely love Paul DeYoung on this podcast. Yeah, popped out with the bases loaded. <laughs> oh, God. Did he do that today? What was, um... He didn't play, thank God. The old. Yeah. Um, PDJ, I don't even know what Paul DeYoung's got going on this season. He had like a double early on in spring. Yeah, he's just one for one for three. He's Lucky still double. Gonna, they're still gonna work him. Yeah. Oh, uh, anything Paul De, If Paul DeYoung wakes up and puts his shoes on in the morning, you think it's dumb luck for him. So, <laughs> but um, he's really gonna get a roster know. spot over Jordan Walker, and that's sad. Well. 
Hey, I mean, I guess I guess it, it. I guess it's just like we have money in them, right? That's and all. We bought out his arb years. I mean, we weaseled him out of his arbitration years when you think about it. I mean, we have money wrapped up in Jordan Walker, but we only paid, I think, like two to three million for his slot. So, I, I mean, I mean, back to the back to the back to the OG point. I mean, I think we're just going to be patient with him. I don't, I don't mind the patience on that. Um, again, like I don't. He should, if he's going to be up here, he needs to be starting or playing every pretty much, almost every other day at that point. After that, I think it's a if if not that it's going to be just like a waste for me. I think it's just undermining his talent. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Props. McKeevy and Tink, motherfucking hens. Ooh, got a K. Grafeco was pretty good today too. Fucking hit Dom Smith and Wilson Contreras. Got up in his shit because Dom said something about Graceffo hitting him in the foot. Yeah, dude's and, never. You know, we stand. We stand Wilson fucking Contreras here, goddammit. Wilson's already in Pitching a major league game in his life. I don't even think he was in spring training last year, if I don't remember, if I remember correctly. No, he wasn't. And Graceffo. Um, Graceffo has uh, really shot up in terms of his stock. I think he's like a considered like a top five prospect in the system right now, but he's really developed like really keen command with his heater, and um, he's just he's just got he's just got a fucking explosive fastball. Um, our our friend of the pod, Kyle Reese, is kind of worried that they'll employ him as like a bullpen arm. Which yeah, they don't need the to keep doing that to everybody. It's kind of weird, right? Man. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like. I understand, like, guys who throw that hard and violently, you know, I see it from the point of if you do that, obviously, more times, you have more chances of injury. But there's also plenty of cases of guys who do throw that hard as a starting pitcher, and they're doing doing fucking fine. Remember whenever uh, we tried Jordan Hicks as a starter? That was so stupid. I still, I, I was still excited, man. Office. I was so excited. I've been like, that would have been so awesome. Like, it's like just what we need, and then it did not work at all. He does, yeah. He doesn't have a command, man. Like Hicks's thing is that he has great stuff, electric velocity, and he can't fucking put it where he can't control it. It's, it's the, it's the kind of shit you want in a bullpen arm, right? Electric stuff. Okay, because if his stuff moves that much and travels with that much velocity, guys are going to swing at a lot of bullshit from him. Um, so he does not need to be going out there and pitching 60, 70, 80 pitches a start. That was uh, cringe. You know, it was, yeah, it was cringe. Just go out and get an actual fucking starting pitcher. Or, like, I mean,. So they go, they go and get Quintana and Mats or when, uh, Montgomery. Like, when's, when's like the last reliever you remember converting to a starter, like effectively? You know, the guys that pop into my minor years ago, but I know there's got to be some some guy out there that like yeah, I just, um, you know, Chris I just Sale, dominant, David Price. Well, Sale they brought up and did the rookie treatment of work out of the pen. But, like, David Price, they did that, I think, for... No, they gave Price the same treatment, right? Because his rookie I... season is when they had that 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 World Series run. And then they converted Price into a starter the year after. But, like, Hicks is... It wasn't like, hey, Hicks comes up, he lights it up in the pen, now we're going to, you know, we're doing this so we have his arm, so that way he's fresh. And now we're gonna, you know, convert him into a starter. It was not that. It was just Hicks as a bullpen arm. You know, we gave Wayno a, a season in the bullpen, and then boom, the next season he was he was thrown. Well, he games. was a serviceable bullpen arm too, though. And if I'm not mistaken, Wayno, yeah. I think Helsley wants to, wanted to start too, or was supposed to be a starter. Oh God, um, Kyle, which. I think it was in the second Reese interview we did, uh, but the Cardinals. I mean, this is where this worryment comes of what what Graceffo's arc is going to be, right? Because they've done this with Helsley, um, they've done this with Hicks, where guys who have electric stuff like that, 
um, we think they're better suited in the bullpen. And Helsley, I mean, I, I, I firmly believe Helsley would have been an excellent starting pitcher. Um, if they're not that good of a starting pitcher, they just go back to being a reliever, right? Um, I figure that's like, I figure that's an easier transition um, than okay, you were a reliever for your career. Now, guess what? You're we need you to be able to stretch out and pitch, you know, 100, 100 pitches in one day. Like relievers, relievers in general, when you think about a week week workload, they they throw as much, if not more, than starters. But the recovery time is they throw, you know, 10 to 20 warm-ups and bullpens and then 10 to 20 in the game and then, you know, 40 to 50 pitches total and then they get off for two or three days and boom, they come back and do it again. You know, it's, you know, quick work per se. Whereas starters, you know, you do all that, you do 100 plus pitches, max effort in one day. Like your body needs time on that. At least five days. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Graceffo, you know, I want to see what Graceffo's got. I want to see what he does. I want to see what he does when, you know, he has to face an order multiple times. You know, he's a guy that, you know, if he doesn't work out as a starter, you throw him in the bullpen, right? Like, that's hopefully what we'll do with HUD. It may be what we do with Libertor. Like, Uh, Libby's vying for that spot, though. He did pretty good. Six up, six down today, so. I was about to say he had two clean innings, which is just we need that. He's still what twenty two years old. I mean, twenty three. Yeah, he's, he's young, man. Pitchers, starting yeah, pitchers especially, don't get don't get good until they're mid to late twenties. Well, yeah. I mean, it's once. Um, it's not. I think it's more to do with uh, you get into a major league routine and regimen. And then you also get major league coaching like every day and a plan of attack every day. And you and you hone your stuff differently than you are the minors. Minors obviously is development to the point where it's like, here are your best traits. We've maximized the value on that. We're going to send you to the majors where they will now take those attributes that they do like out of you. And then they're going to refine or rehone what they want out of them to whatever needs they need. Uh, they have that they have that need to be met and right i mean libby's thing is it's always just going to be it's it feel like it just plays to like you know what's his fastball going to do because he has like pretty good like breaking stuff and everything i've kind of read that points to like what will be more successful for him is maybe yeah a bullpen gig where he's just a guy who comes out and throws slider after slider after slider or curve after curve after curve or he's got to be a starter that has just a good enough fastball to get by guys and keep them honest and goes slider curveball slider curveball he's i got it right here he's 23 years old and 114 days so yeah he's uh i, don't know. I guess i should give props to Mo for bringing up somebody that young. They never do it. Yeah, there's like the controversy that we brought him up too soon, but, um, you know, as long as we don't bungle the rest of it. Bungle? Yeah, as long as we don't, as long as we don't fuck that up. As long as we don't, as long as we don't, as long as we don't fill the diaper uh, of Matthew Libertor's, like, development. Like, I mean, again, to me, it just kind of comes down to, like, you know, his fastball, right? And his ability to command that. Because major league hitters, you know, you know, if you're a shit thrower, then, you know, they can obviously pick up on it or anticipate it. or And if you don't have a heater that will at least surprise them in some regard and keep them honest, then they just sit on that shit and spit on your fastball. So, But Libby looked good. He's looked good. Donnie's looked great. Um Jordan Walker has looked has looked awesome. Moises Gomez has been hitting piss missiles. He's leading the team in hits so far in the spring. He's going to get a long look too. Um, I it kind of comes down like I don't know where the fuck we'd put him, but like, <laughs> like you know, it's a good problem to have. It's a frustrating one. I mean, you know, having got having pro, uh, you know young guys and prospects that can hit. Mason Wynn has looked really good this spring. 
Alec Burleson needs to play somewhere, whether it's here We're or not. We're fucked, dude. I hate it. Some There's going to be a big trade soon, I hate to say. Well, I mean, you have the pieces to do the trade, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's you know, this is a good problem to have is that you have young talent that can play Major League Baseball right now, if if need be. So it's just, man. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm in. God, this is gonna piss you off. Like mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have Mason Wynn take a Major League spot over Paul DeYoung just yet. But he's ready, dude. I don't think Mason Wynn's quite ready for major league hitting yet. I think he I think Mason Wynn's a year away from being called up. Um I think Jordan Walker is not. I think Jordan Walker's gonna fucking He's matching his way up and he's matching his way up into our roster at some point this season. Um I guess it kind of sucks because, like, because DeYoung sucks. That's the thing. And, like, I, you know, we're hoping he has, like, a good season and all that. But, like, who the fuck do you call up, like, if Paulie is just languishing and just cannot produce? Mason like, Wynn. Who's the – yeah, but I don't think – I don't think – I don't want to get, like, a big league clock started on a guy like that who's not ready. And I know this is sounding owner brain here, but – yeah, I just don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Kramer Robinson, I guess. I mean, we did. He that is last not season. good. Yeah, I know. I mean, as you draw walks, but yeah, I mean, I I feel similar. I mean, I guess Gorman. Yeah, I mean, I guess it'd be Gorman then. I mean, he's gonna play. Gorman. He's gonna be DH in every day, if not playing second base when Donnie's not. So, right. So. You could make Gorman. You can make Donnie the the utility guy between second and third and second and short. You can make Gorman your second base starter. You can then bring up someone else to DH, which could be Jordan Walker, I guess. It could be Juan Yepes. I think Juan Yepes is Juan Yepes. I right mean, he's to gonna be playing. Uh, man, see, God damn it! There's too many good players. I know. I know. It's frustrating. It's the worst problem to have. It is, I I would say, a good one. I mean, you know, one of these starters kind of drops back. You know, we like what a new guy has. We can ship them out. So, um, all right. I think we did enough Cardinal baseball. You saw Gavin Lux's injury? Disgusting. Uh, fucking so went inside out on his knees out for the season. Yeah, torn ACL. Just a fucking bummer. Just, I always confuse him for Luke Voigt. He looks very Luke Voigt-esque. Me. Like if Luke Voigt and, and Luke Weaver had a baby, yeah. If the if we if they double Luke gooped themselves, yeah. And Gavin had like a decent year last season. I mean, he had like a seven hundred plus OPS. Um, he was worth positive WAR. Um, he was coming up. This is going to be his arbitration season. He'll still be able to have an arbitration hearing if he wanted to or file for it, because the way arbitration works is even if you're injured, if you're injured and on a big league roster, that still goes to your service time. So I know what I'm saying is kind of callous, but it's that if there is a silver lining, it's that he's a step closer to making more money. Um, yeah. Just, just fucking sucks, man. A knee injury like that. Um, Another injury, two goofy injuries. Joe Musgrove dropped a <laughs> fucking kettlebell on his toe. Araldus <laughs> Chapman fell down some stairs. Araldus, yeah, maybe his wife, his wife or girlfriend got back at him finally. Like, let's see how you like it. What happened to you, Cuban Missile? I fell down the stairs. So. God, fuck Araldus Chapman. God, um, and this one because everyone was huffing and puffing about how awesome the Rays are, about their rotation. Hey, I get it. It's good. It's never going to be reality. Guess who got fucking hurt with an oblique injury? Tyler Glasnow. Every <laughs> single... He is... He's Jacob deGrom. If Tyler DeGrom made of glass now. Yep. You got it. Fucking kidding me. I love this guy. I love his repertoire. I love watching him pitch, but he's always fucking hurt. It, ah, come on. I know. 
goddamn Rays, man. Goddamn Rays. Goddamn Pirates who drafted him. They could have made him tougher. They should have put Anamathium in his fucking bones. <laughs> he's thrown over 100 innings once, and he's 20. He's going on 29 years old. Tough, he's man. He's been in the league over seven years, dude. Like, I, he ain't I mean, getting I that 30 play. mil a year. No, no. Never. Maybe this may maybe this is the guy who should be in the pen. So um let's this will probably dominate the next 15, 20 minutes of the pod. Um I don't know who is guilty of this. I don't know who to hold responsible. But somebody needs to pay for the Manny Machado discourse going on right now. I am I've had it up to my tits with it. Um, it's probably uh, probably Padres fans that are doing this because they're always at the center of uh, things people don't want, except that except that Pete Alonso nine eleven meme that you know. But aside from that, the discourse this week, Nick. Well, let's give it background. Manny Machado got, uh, he redid his contract with the Padres. He got a bigger extension, more money. He deserves all that money. Manny Machado is a great player. They then asked Nolan Arenado about it because everyone's like, hey, man, you could have opted out and got a fat bag like this. And Nolan said, good for Manny. I have plenty of money as it is, which is a good, humble thing to say, even though my inner communist says, you deserve all the money, Nolan. But if that makes you happy, that makes you happy, and that's awesome for you. Now, you now you now know, folks, that uh, the background of this, it has now descended into Manny Machado is better than Nolan Arenado or even Jose Ramirez, but mainly between it is the Manny versus Nolan's uh, battle right now. Nick, give me your clear, unbiased, straight Colombian Bam Bam just analysis here. What, what, what do you make of this? If Nolan Arenado did not exist, <clears throat> Jose Ramirez would still be better than Manny Machado. <laughs> and I, I told like that Manny to a Padres is... fan today on Twitter. Did they blow up? Were they like, no. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, my favorite think, thing to uh... do is though is is to tell them that they're they're fucking dumb because if Manny would have signed with anybody <laughs> any other team, they would have turned on him immediately. So yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, just the know, truth, you know. Um, since 2018, um, who's been the best third baseman since 2018? Yeah, I knew it would be Jose Ramirez because uh, J J Ram got really awesome. Let's say 2016, it was Ramirez Bregman. Since 2016, it was Jose Ramirez. And Bregman's Ramirez. career Otto. is a fucking farce. I don't want to hear his name brought up in any sort of top third baseman discourse ever he uh, fucking cheated his first f- fucking what he w- did he come up in 17 he cheated for three um, years straight 16 and then he got good 17 I just four years like straight too. i mean he just it's he, hard for me to it's hard for me to rectify you know that the astros cheated as bad as they did when Bregman was having 30 to 40 home run seasons and MVP seasons. Such a fucking bullshit. After the COVID season. Yeah, after the COVID season, and it comes out that they had cheated. Now, all of a sudden, he's still a really good third baseman, but we're not seeing these eye-popping numbers that he once was posting. Over All right, since 2014, um, Nolan, when Nolan break in the year, I think the season, uh, or in the majors, was it 2014? 2013, he came in. Here, let's just bump it back to 2013. Since 2013, the best uh, third baseman in terms of war has been Nolan Arenado with 45.7, followed by Josh Donaldson. Yankees fans, you don't know what you really have. Then Manny Machado and then Jose Ramirez. Here's the big thing. Manny came up a year before Nolan. He has more games than Nolan. He has more games than Jose Ramirez. He has more games than Josh Donaldson. Um, what? Yeah, Josh was hurt a lot, and he That's was still wild. Guy, uh, Josh Donaldson's a fucking asshole. Okay, like, he's a <laughs> Josh it's, Donaldson's for, a fucking most asshole. Most like, 
either he's completely insensitive or he's a racist, one of the other things. Josh Donaldson is a prick by design. Um, he is a phenomenally gifted player, and one of the reasons why I hate service time manipulation, because he should have been in the league sooner, getting his bag, doing bringer of rain shit. He honestly, if he came up like two or three years sooner like he honestly should have, Josh Donaldson would probably have a pretty, pretty good Hall of Fame resume. But um, Nolan, in less games, has a better war. And we're going by Fangraph's war, so we're going by the, the super weaponized version of it. Um, he has a better WOBA. Um, it seems the thing that like favors Manny over Nolan is that Nolan hitting cores and you know, that it skews his offensive metrics and WRC plus, but in terms of defensive value, Manny Machado, 68.4 defensive value, Nolan Arenado, 111.9. I don't know. Um, Manny's great. Um, I would say in the last couple years, he's up there, you know, it, you could call it a three-way tie between him, Nolan, and Jose, but, uh, I don't. Uh, why, why, why this fucking discourse, man? Like, like, why, why do we have to waste, I guess it's sports, it's sports, it's baseball, it's dumb, it's dumb discourse, it's dumb guy discourse, okay? Manny Machado is, you know, I'm gonna be biased here is almost as good as Nolan Arenado. There, I said it. <laughs> the proper way of saying he's not hes not going to hold his shoes. He's almost as good as Nolan. But, <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, you know. He's not even as good as Kyle Seeger. Fuck that guy. Fuck, fuck me, <laughs> Machado. <laughs> he couldn't even hold a flame to Cabrian Hayes or Todd Frazier. Let's be honest. Austin Romine could play better third base than Manny. So. <laughs> I hate him. You hate him deeply? Is it because of like all the babyish, shitty, shitty things he would do in the past? You throw a bat. He threw that bat at Josh Donaldson that one time. That was kind of funny. Manny Machado is a very conflicting figure, but I'm more so like he's just like I want to say like I've defended him a few times. Yeah, but I don't know. Hmm. hmm. Like when he when he punched uh, Yordando Ventura in the face, that was really funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. R.I.P. But he was a fucking little prick too. Yeah, Yord uh, Ventura, I think, would uh, headhunt from time to time. So. Yep. But yeah. Um. As we wind down, I've been thinking back to the Jordan Walker sweepstakes. Okay, back to back to how fucking cool he is. Okay, um, I wrote that piece about prior prospects that we've had with um, with minor league success, and I want to make a little addendum to that. That Walker, of all those prospects I had brought up, whether it be when uh, uh, well-known prospects like uh, Nolan Gorman or Dylan Carlson or uh, the beloved prospects like Captain Nick Stavanoa, um, <laughs> none of them, while they were crushing it in the minors, none of them had sustained back-to-back -back success like uh, Walker did in terms of 900 OPS seasons. Um, I'm going to make an addendum to that because I forgot about one fucking guy, Nick. Um, Oscar Tavares. Mm. Oscar Tavares. Um, I would put him kind of more in the Gorman territory, but his past three seasons in the minors before getting called up in 2014, 2012, 953 OPS at Double A. He came alive pretty hard, right? In like 2013, he did, man. Well, 2011, he went off in in high A ball, and then Double A, he hit like 20 something bombs. He was smoking. 2013, 819 OPS, but a 310 average. He only drew 10 walks. The guy was just a hitter. And then AAA in 2014, he was hitting a, uh, he was carrying an 872 OPS with a 318, 370, 502 slash line. Um, that's the, I think, 
and I went through a lot of fucking prospects when I wrote that, okay? I think that is the best minor league comparison to Jordan Walker in terms of, you know... I mean, when you think about it, the guys that, like, get called up to the minors, you know, some of them are ordained, but the guys that really, like, Brendan Donovan coming out and over, you know? Like, they're, uh, they're statistical they're statistical anomalies, right? Like, they're 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 unique and that's why that's why they're here you know the minor league system is a big tryout and if you stand you got to find a way to stand out and oscar i think is the closest comparison i think to jordan walker in terms of at every minor league level he was having sustained success um i know like in that article i talked about hey let's just be patient because uh you know Let's be patient and have good um, and good expectations for him, okay? Um, but I I do want to be on the hype train a little bit. I the future is very bright. I mean, he is the second uh, on Baseball Prospectus. He is the, he is the number two prospect in MLB's website or MLB.com. He's fourth. Baseball America has him as fourth. Uh, he the future the future is so bright for this guy and he's so fucking huge. Nick, did we go over how fucking huge this guy is? He's a big guy six. with like a super great personality too. He just seems like a he just seems like a genuinely like positive and like good kid too. You know. We should get him on the pod and then very take him like to a cards game. and this is purely kid, right like, we're gonna this let's is, take him to a cards game this is not any sort of ableism but after hearing him his interview after pete alonzo's i was very impressed yeah he is he's so cool man he's so cool we have a cool young player i can't wait for us to fuck it up i can't i cannot wait I cannot wait for guys in Oakley's hats to be like, he's not doing, he's not playing the game the white way. I cannot wait for that. But Mason Wynn is African-American too. Yeah, Mason Wynn's black. So they they can just fucking get over it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, they better, yeah, get the fuck over it. Uh, We love our, we love our players, man. Like, um, I, I don't know. I've been meaning to actually try and investigate that. Like, what's up? Like, like, you know, this Jack Flaherty piece I've been slowly working on. Like, I wonder how many players, or sorry, how many, like, who in the fan base started the rumor he's going back to L.A.? And, like, because I know you and I played with that meme because we would play with the meme of, like, yeah, because Cardinals fans are so fucking terrible. Like, of course you'd want to go back to Los Angeles, right? But, like, I want to know where that started. I have to, I need to know where it started. And I want to know who started it. It was, well, dude, it started in 2020 when he, Black Lives Matter shirt. Yeah, with George Floyd. You know? When he wore that shirt and, like, that fucking liberal from California, get the fuck out of St. Louis, pretty much. That's where it it started. I feel like that animus is, you won't find much of it in St. Louis City, but as soon as you hit county... And then the rest of the Midwest, because the Cardinals have such a huge reach, like regionally. Like if you think about the American South and the American Midwest, they're fucking either Braves fans or Cards fans. And of course, every now and then they and all of them are racist. (laughs) Yeah, and I would say a lot of them are fucking racist. (laughs) Like, what was the guy who commented that got flamed on Derek Gould's article about? Like, it was after. the Ali Marmol, C.B. Buckner, like, no shake-off stand. Oh, my God, like, dude. Maybe if Ali wouldn't wear a raggedy T-shirt, dress the part, like... And then Derek Gould was like, he was all dressed up in his uniform. Um, like, what What the fuck is Here's a here, side man? take, though, but have we seen Ali in his actual, like, jersey at all? <laughs> No, I don't care. Uh, I don't you know. care either. I'm just like trying to think if I've actually. I don't even know what number he wears or anything. <laughs> I think the last time I saw him in one was when he was a bench coach under Mike Schilt. I yeah. think that's the last time. He was first base and, coach uh, for a year too, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's been. Ollie's so cool too. Um, I you know, know yeah. I don't. I don't think he's a terrible, terrible manager. <clears throat> I think uh, he's he's under the big toe of. Uh, 
Mosellac and Dewitt a little bit, but you know, whatever. Yeah, man. Whatever. I really got to see if I can get us a reporter on. I really want to like kind of. I don't want grills the wrong word. I really do want to question them on that. Be like, so like. No, they have they they have other more unknown podcasts to attend to than ours. They they won't come on a podcast that's been around for a little bit and actually has a pretty decent fan base. They want to go to somebody who has, you know. Oh, stop being a little sourpuss. Connections of some sort that are kind of just weird. Anyway. Well, I mean, well, I mean, we literally come on here and talk about. We'll yeah, talk, pussy. We'll have well, yeah, we'll talk about episodes about like eating pussy and like, yeah. how we want to yeah. like kill transphobes and like yeah, and like uh, and how much Republicans suck. So I yeah. can see how it's like got like a, you know, a big. Um, We're edgy. Uh, I got yeah. We're edgy, I mean, bro. I never really found us as like uniquely edgy, you know. Like, no, I haven't either. It's if anything, it just makes I mean, me laugh, you know. Yeah, I mean, we'll say gross things, but like, and like even like when we do have like edgy humor, it is, um, or whenever we want to engage with like problematic jokes, like it's done with like a uh, a level of self awareness that I think kind yeah, of like my the edge of my it. favorite thing, like my favorite thing to say, like is well, fuck me in the ass. Wait, no, crack an egg in my ass and fuck me till it's scrambled. That's yeah. a good one, you know? Yeah. You don't hear other podcasts saying that. Other baseball podcast, other Cardinal baseball podcasts saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that, but now I'm thinking about when you pulled the fucking Aubrey Huff bit. On. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I forgot you, about that one. Like when you bleep me or what? <laughs> Yeah, that bleep that I did. That you may or may not have said something bad. I didn't, I didn't say anything. Like, <laughs> that was for no, comedic value. It was. It was. And I'd say, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, we're not that bad. And then to the Aubrey Huff thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was really funny. That was that was the perfect use of a tactical bleep. That is a good tactical bleep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we need to be nice to get some journals on. I talked to, like, a couple of... Some users, we talked to a couple fans just to have like a you know come on be a friend of the pod. But I like to get yeah, I like I like the idea of the friend of the pod. I want to do that for a while. So like I want to get a reporter on, and I don't want to ask him like a question like who's your favorite cardinal for Christ's sakes. Like I just want to I want to know about I want to know a I want to know about the institution itself. I want to know like its relationship. I want to know what like what is most frustrating about it because I don't know. I mean we're. I guess at the end of the day, we're shit posting like pro labor baseball podcasts. At the end of the day, so you know, I don't think reporters uh, really. They, I mean, how often do we see them actually like standing in for like players like that? And I mean, I I don't, I don't fucking read, dude. I'm not gonna lie, I don't read. I'll I'll yeah. skim through an article, you know. Well, to be fair, if I you, if I think it's interesting. Read. If I th- yeah exactly and if I think it's interesting, <laughs> I'll skim through it to find the hog slop that I want. You know, yeah. so oh I has know anybody has anybody talked it, about like how un like how poorly like and unfair it is to like minor leaguers first of all or I'm sure there's been articles right I mean oh yeah and like and there's like a activist group for that but like yeah I. Man, I mean, I, I hate to like go out and vet like, uh, you know, our ilk on that one, but you know, maybe I maybe I need to that type of thing. But like, uh, I was gonna make a joke that I know you're not reading because you hate Jeff Passone so fucking much, and Jeff is one of the better pro player reporters out there. <laughs> Jeff Passone, I don't, I don't hate him. I think that he. Is living he's in a this. Gnome. You think he's a gnome? He's living in this weird little world where, like, he thinks it's okay to mention a fucking, like, a pitcher who is like accused of beating his wife and abusing his child in the same list as somebody who pitches slow. He ain't even gonna pitch this year, Jeff. I don't know why oh, you're Clevenger. even. Yeah. Like he like yeah, that I just rubbed that like that, up, so. that rubbed me the wrong way 
really bad, you know? I don't know yeah. why. Like, shut the fuck up, yeah. Jeff. Like, Jesus. Ju- I don't even think he mentioned Gallegos. <laughs> and Gallegos was the slowest pitcher in the fucking league, and he didn't even mention well, him. Well, Otani, they could have made, he could have mentioned Otani, but he uh, he couldn't do that because uh, he'd have to slap that Otani dick out of Ben Verlander's mouth, right? <laughs> He didn't want to. He didn't want to encroach. Uh, he didn't want to encroach old. Uh, Everybody's favorite nepo baby, Ben Verlander. Oh, Ben's fine. He's fine. So, is there like any like baseball, you know, media personality you don't hate? Like, um, I mean, I know for a fact you and I hate everything barstool. So there's like a third of it gone. They're right fucking there. fake. I've started to even like dislike John Boy a little bit too. I don't know why. Yeah, Jimmy. It's just uh, getting stale. Think, it's just getting stale. Yeah, and they're well, they just say they just they you made a business out of it. Right? They're like a non-sexually assaulting, raping bar stool at this point. Oh, Jesus, you I know? was just gonna say they're they're just clout chaser. <laughs> they just go after sweet engagement, but they don't have a I boss mean, who who rapes seventeen-year-old girls. <laughs> that is that is true, which is why if you're listening to this podcast. It's okay to listen to John Boy and think it's stale. Please don't listen to Bar. <laughs> um, Bar still sucks. Um, let's see, John Boy. Even I like have to admit they're a little stale. Oh fuck, dude. Maybe I'm in the same. Like boat I do. As you. I do like them. You know, I like them as people. I do. But yeah, like, but I listened to him for. I listened to him for a whole year straight, and then I stopped. I just stopped. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even check their breakdowns unless it's like something cardinal really, related. Like, <laughs> well, not even cardinal unless it's like a really good like manager blow up or something like that. I really like when they did that uh, like wiffle ball uh, or blitz ball like. Uh, on the See, that's when they lost did. me. I didn't really, I didn't really watch it. Really, of that, I like you know? that a lot. I remember. I like that because uh, prior to him being ousted as a horrific human being, you know, I like Trevor Bowers, like momentum vids when it was like, I'm going to be pitching and showing you this and just doing like pitching. And then it came out that he was a predator. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can, nope, can't, I can't look at this content. The same. I can't separate, I can't separate the art from the rapist at this point. So, um. <laughs> a la Woody Allen. A la Woody Allen. I like my stepdaughter. Um, that I adopted? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, when that happened, like, that's when I kind of like a lot of John Boy. But, like, ever since, like, I still like Foolish Baseball. I still like Bailey. Yeah, he's great. Cool. I still love. I like the con- I like guys who create a lot, I guess. Like, Bailey's pretty based, too. He makes is. funny memes, so. Yeah, and, you know, he's a, he's a little lefty like us. Like, and that's John Boyce is a lefty I mean, uh, like us as well. That's why I love John Boyce. I like, I just like say it's like content create. I like I like people that create shit. I do, and I respect a lot of people for that sort of thing. And you know that's probably I would say uh, to uh, to a certain degree very smug of me. I would say to be like, oh well, I respect you more if I learn that you. You know, you made a fucking twenty-minute video about how like awesome Yadier Molina is as a defensive catcher, but like, well, that's just shit that needs to be said. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just (laughs) Yadier Molina's the goat. Like my entire my, you know, I'm thirty-two, and I've spent all my twenties. I'm so old, dude. I spent all my twenties and my early thirties like trying to like find like. An iota of fulfillment, like and I like anything that would give me like some kind of reward creativity, uh, creatively, and you know Tyler and I did like the Cowboy Coalition. We did stand up. We booked shows. Um, we have this podcast. We made p- part one of a, a series about a World Series team. We write articles. We make like you know make memes, or I draw and sell it as commit like. I, I, I am desperate for, you know, either either A, fulfillment via the work I make and to be people's validation of that work. I am a fucking attention whore. I am a baby at that sort of thing. And, like, when it comes down to, like, you know, someone who who has that same kind of itch or creates good content, 
or crates in general, like I immediately feel, I guess, like more drawn to them and been and more, and I respect them more. And honestly, you know, I should, you know, respect every, respect everyone at, at a pretty equal basis starting off. But you know, I don't it's just, yeah. No, yeah, you're a you're a fucking mean you're a fucking mean little sauce monkey. Okay, we already. <laughs> God, that is the worst. You're a you're a you're the you're a you're a rabbit little volpino. Okay, <laughs> saying mean saying mean things about certain uh, MLB the Show Twitch streamers in the group chat. <laughs> I mean, if we want to be honest, that's the whole fucking community at this point. Yeah, I. Um, They're all goddamn cringe. So yeah, so um, I guess before we fuck people, I will be making an appearance on a podcast uh, this Sunday. We'll probably I'll join on it probably before or after we record ours, but it's called. Uh, uh, WTH or Yo WTH, uh, one of our Twitter followers uh, has it. It's called Yo What the Hell, and they have like a lot of like uh, I don't know. They have a lot of really interesting content. Go check them out. They had taken like the past couple months off. They're getting back together, doing some guests, and we're going to be doing an episode on why you should like baseball. So if you guys like that sort of thing, go check them out. They're real comrades. Um, yeah. What do you got coming up? Um. Well, for me, we got some days action rolling. Um, you need to also talk about your buddy Brad first. Oh yeah! Before we sign that. off, uh, fan of the show and the uh, only friend of my ex girlfriend's, uh, him and his wife that were actually cool, uh, Brad. Um, uh, Brad and Lucretia, that they're they're awesome. They're good. They get high. They like good music. Um, Brad's like this show. We've gone to numerous blues games. I've known him for a few years. He has uh, he has cancer, and um, he's doing well now. Um, but he's going to have to be starting on a um, uh, I think it's like immuno chemo. Uh, let me immunotherapy. He's gonna have to start yeah. like a. He's gonna have to start a form of chemotherapy. Is what it was. Um, the medicines they have him on are gonna cost twenty four thousand dollars a fucking month. Um, which is fucking criminal. <sighs> yeah, it's it costs criminal. it costs it's, less than ten bucks to make the pill. I guarantee. As soon you. as I, yeah, as soon as I uh, say that number, um, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't feel like I behave rationally because I just get really. Uh, um, you know, you have to make the decision. We do this all the time in this country, by the way. You have to make the decision if you want to die or if you want to face financial ruination, and that's a decision that's constantly made in this country. Healthcare should be treated as a human right. It should be funded by your taxes. It should have no fucking profit motive driven whatsoever. Um, you don't have to be a goddamn communist to understand that. Um, what we have now is absolutely criminal. Um, it's going to fucking break them, possibly. So there's a GoFundMe that's been set up for Brad for a while. I'll put it in like a, put it in the uh, the bio of this episode. Um, you know, there's 130, 140 of you guys that listen to this pod. Um, if you have five bucks, give it to them. Uh, if not, share it around. Um, you, you don't have to share the episode. Share, you know, get people to get money to help Brad out. Go to um, the link. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a good friend. Uh, he doesn't deserve this. No one does. Everyone everyone should live forever except Matt Walsh and Adolf Hitler. Um, but, yeah, uh, you're going to be doing – they're going to be a, have a little benefit concert for him at Port Cape in March. Um, and you got the boys. You and the boys are going to play, right? Yeah, we got invited. Our buddy Nate, well, Nate is in the band, but our buddy oh. Nate, he uh, he's good wait, friends. Wait, Nate, the, the, the bearded uh, fucking guitarist, yeah. right? Yep, yep. Yeah, the charter guy. He's, yeah! He's good friends with Brad as well, and, uh, you know, Guy Morgan's playing. And, yeah, uh, Guy Morgan? Yep, so... I we got invited, with, uh, and I'm I'm very I'm very happy to, um, you know, 
be able to be a part of the benefit. So, yeah, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to say something like "fuck cancer" because I just kind of think it's just kind of like a. Um, it's it's just something your body does in a weird way. Um, uh, it's just it just happens, you know. Uh, I will say this, you know, fuck the American healthcare system. I will say that. Fuck the American healthcare system. Um, that that'll be mine tonight. What do you want to let rip? We can say fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck the American healthcare system, right? Yeah. All yeah. of that. Anyway, go get Brad money. We love you all.